And we're back. Yes. Sovereign Minds, the podcast. I feel like I never left. Maybe because I didn't. <laughs> I at least went in the other room, but yeah, we're, we're doing another show uh, on another topic uh, at another time. Part you know? two, uh, Sovereign Minds 2.0. Uh, today, again, is Monday, August uh, 1st, uh, 2022, and as always, get the uh, housekeeping out of the way. We're brought to you by Mountaintop Media, and um, we'd like to have you consider uh, helping us out with uh, our programs. Uh, PECAN is uh, Patriots Educating Concerned Americans Now. It's 501c3. All donations are tax deductible, and you can uh, write media in the reference line, and you can call 221-0101. And uh, send it to the address of? We have 14421 Old Oregon Trail, Sweet B, Redding, California, 96003. And when you type, type in Mountaintop Media, you may have to go to the second one because sometimes you get the one that's in Kentucky, it's and it's ma- not ma- Mountaintopmedia.com. Yeah. yeah. So... so Anyway, you, uh, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Rumble. I mean, <laughs> it's, you got to make the point of how screwed up those platforms are. They're, they're talking about censorship. Uh, hit the like uh, button and please share if you like the content and uh, smash, smash the bell for instant notifications of uh, our cast. Yeah. And uh, I'm also, I guess I should mention, we're on uh, Rumble at. M Kent uh, 101. That's capital M K E N T uh, lowercase a 101 on Rumble, and uh, we have our returning guest. It's like <laughs> I haven't seen you for a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. What uh, five minutes now? Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the uh, the Rona. Uh, you know, oh man, the Rona. And you know, if we were if we're on YouTube or something, we have to say. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, because they would get right because as soon as the algorithms right. pick up anything, you can't say anything that has anything to do with. I know that's what uh, Sears was going. He's going, yeah, he's got COVID, and I think we're German or something. <laughs> uh, so, but it's just crazy this world, you know. You can't say anything uh, on these platforms, so that's why I spit uh, on them. Uh, and so let's uh, let's go to the Gateway Pundit and start off with some oh, something yeah. funny here. So this is uh, so Joe uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, Bidenstein, uh, you know Dementia Joe um, has his um, <laughs> has his second bout with the COVID diagnosis, and you know go ahead and scroll down a little bit, and you know you need he, to get the next jab, Joe. You know here he is, folks. I've been tested positive again. You know it's interesting about all this is remember you can't get it if you get the jab. Right. Uh, oh, and then they move the goalpost and oh oh, oh you and, don't get it as bad. You don't get it as bad if you get the jab, and then they they move the goalpost again and well if you get the booster, uh, you know uh, it it, it, uh, it it's not nearly as bad. Right. <laughs> and right. got to get another booster and it won't come back. If you if you get the next booster, you won't get it again. Here's Joe. He's been boosted so many times, he doesn't even know how many times he's been boosted. Uh, but, folks, today I tested positive again. Uh, this happens uh, with a small folks. And uh, I've got no symptoms, but I guess it doesn't matter if you have no symptoms. But I'm going to isolate for safety of everyone around me. I'm still at work. We'll be back on the road soon. Go ahead and scroll down. Let's see what Trump had to say a little more farther. Uh, there's Trump right there. <clears throat> this is great. <laughs> Joe Biden's second bout with COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus, <laughs> was sadly misdiagnosed uh, by his doctors. 
He instead has dementia, uh, but it is hap- but is happily recovering well. <laughs> Joe is thinking of moving part-time to one of those beautiful Wisconsin nursing homes where almost 100% of the residents miraculously, and for the first time in t- history, had the strength and energy to vote, even if those <laughs> votes were cast illegally. You can't make that up. I mean, it's coming out. They can't stop it, you know. And, of course, anybody who challenged that narrative, and like in our last episode, is is branded a conspiratory theory. Oh, you can't do that. Uh, the votes, oh, all this stuff. Right. It's just crazy. Let's, uh, let's go to our next uh, boom, YouTube boom. Okay, this is pretty good. And uh, this kind of this is from Australia, and this kind of explains to uh, you and us, and and verifies uh, from somebody else's perspective. What is this really all about? Is this done on purchase, uh, on pur- purpose, on uh, person? Thank you, on uh, purpose. Purpose. And the title of our our uh, show today is Emergency to Infinity and Beyond. All right, go ahead. Like an emergency to you. Would anyone still be afraid if not for the incessant propaganda of the corporate media cabal and our bureaucratic class? The greatest emergency I see is a lack of strength. And of course, the pattern continues with the lamentable World Health Organization declaring a monkeypox as a global health emergency, while the White House is now pivoting to the monkeypox emergency without even batting an eyelid. And coming up next is the so-called climate crisis. South Australia's parliament recently declared a climate emergency with no real evidence and their proposed solution is transforming the economy to net zero emissions. Quite a goal, but how exactly it will be achieved? Well, here's the spoiler alert. It'll involve more government control over your life, restricting your ability to run businesses how you want, restricting your ability to buy what you want, go where you want, along with soaring food, fuel and electricity prices. People do strange and terrible things when they're afraid. They behave emotionally and look for people to blame. Those who want rational debate and value freedom over the promise of safety are now labelled as threats to the public. We saw this with people who refused COVID mRNA injections. They were called anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists, just for wanting transparency and not wanting to be locked in their homes. I'm sure we'll see that with climate lockdowns too. Australians need to be aware that whether through apathy or by design, we are allowing our liberty to be sacrificed at the altar of safety. The weapon is fear. The remedy is the emergency declaration. As Edmund Burke said, no passion so effectively robs the mind of its powers of acting and reasoning as does fear. Aspiring tyrants know this well and will continue to exploit it. The game plan is to hold us in a perpetual state of emergency until absolute power is obtained. Don't sit by the sidelines and watch our freedom fade away. You better get involved before it's too late. Wow, there you go. Yes, indeed. There you go. I mean, it's so simple, uh, you know, and we just got to pound it in over and over again because the real deal is that's exactly what's happening. Let's go to our next clip. It's another short one. And this kind of starts to reveal the uh, the COVID uh, thing. And, uh, you know, people are waking up here. Mainstream guys are starting to realize, hey, there's a problem. They lied to us. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, that's right. Exactly. Like, like, let's figure this out. But I don't understand why it's not being dealt with with sense of urgency right. I mean, to me it's like I, what they're saying is oh this really isn't real it's like i i maybe we are over reporting it but then publish something that tells me that that's the case and i and i don't think that's what they're finding i think it is a, well because they're afraid of getting shut down by something i i don't know what they're I, they they seem to be afraid of the truth always i mean that's, well, that's, obviously health is well, not a one size fits all so what, what here's think? what i think i think the reality is this they know darn well, it's the vaccines mm. and their mm. ramifications, the repercussions of that are so profound. 
to come out and say now, whoops, after people have lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, got kicked out of the military, uh, weren't able to finish their educations, you know, had, were forced, mandated in many cases to get these injections, to come back now and say, yeah. turns out we actually hadn't tested them. We never tested them on pregnant women or women of childbearing age. We never tested them on people with autoimmune diseases. We never tested them on people who are on X, Y, and Z class of drugs. We just gave them, a, again, broad brush, told everybody to get one, not only get one, get two, get three, whatever it is. I think the the fallout, Drew, would be so profound um, that I'm just not yeah. sure they can get their arms around it. Yeah, nothing to yeah. see here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, gee, you think I'm the right, confidence exactly. would, like, like, uh, level would go down with people? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and key up the next one, Dell Bigtree, and he's going to read a letter, and then we'll get into our conversation. I want to get these out of the way because they really give us the the talking points about what is going on. Because this is huge, and 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 uh, people need to understand that we've been lied to. We've been lied to about everything, whether the vaccines are good mm -hmm. for us, whether the vaccines are going to help us. You know, uh, this whole thing has been a big, huge scam. And uh, at the end of it is not just corporate profits, but uh, uh, control, more and more control by our elected officials. Uh, go ahead and uh, play it, Eli. Oh, yeah, I guess you could skip the ad in four, three, <laughs> two, one. Here we go. Uh, I want to share something and read something. I don't usually do this, but this came across. This was uh, texted to me last night, um, and this is it. The unvaccinated will be vindicated. This is I can't read it in the Venetian or the, whatever, like, whatever that says. I don't know if this is the author. I'm not sure if we fully nailed it down. It's a column that's said to be written by Susan Dunham. Maybe there's a Susan out there. I don't know how I'm going to be attacked. I will say this. I did not write this. But somebody did. Susan, if it's you, this should be holding down a place in every textbook in the world in the future. And I'm going to read to you what I think is one of the most eloquently stated statements about what we have just been through and what we must all recognize is now the truth. And for those of you who have been watching The High Wire, this one's for you. Let this sink in. An opinion piece from a vaccinated Australian writer is what it's called. If COVID was a battlefield, it would still be warm with the bodies of the unvaccinated. Thankfully, the mandates are letting up and both sides of the war stumble back to the new normal. The unvaccinated are the heroes of the last two years as they allowed us all to have a control group in the great experiment and highlight the shortcoming of the COVID vaccines. The unvaccinated carry many battle scars and injuries as they are the people we tried to mentally break. Yet no one wants to talk about what we did to them and what they forced the science to unveil. We knew that the waning immunity of the fully vaccinated had the same risk profile as others within society as the minority of the unvaccinated, yet we marked them for special persecution. You see, we said that they had not done the right thing for the greater good by handing their bodies and medical autonomy over to the state. Many of the so-called health experts and political leaders in Australia admitted the goal was to make life almost unlivable for the unvaccinated, which was multiplied many times by the collective mob, with the fight taken into workplaces, friendships, and family gatherings. Today, the hard truth is none of it was justified as we took a quick slide from righteousness to absolute cruelty. 
We might lay the blame on our leaders and health experts for the push, but each individual within society must be held accountable for stepping into the well-laid-out trap. We did this despite knowing full well that principled opposition is priceless when it comes to what goes inside our bodies and we let ourselves be tricked into believing that going into another ineffective lockdown would be the fault of the unvaccinated and not the fault of the toxic policy of ineffective vaccines. We took pleasure in scapegoating the unvaccinated because after months of engineered lockdowns by political leaders blinded by power, having someone to blame in turn to burn at the stake felt good. We believed we had logic, love, and truth on our side, so it was easy to wish death upon the unvaccinated. Those of us who ridiculed and mocked the non-compliant did it because we were embarrassed by their courage and principles and didn't think the unvaccinated would make it through unbroken. And we turned the holdouts into punching bags. Lambie, Carr, Chan, Andrews, McGowan, Gunner, and the other cast of hundreds in prominent roles. And we here in America, we could add Fauci and the rest of them and Biden in prominent roles need to be held to account for vilifying the unvaccinated in public and fueling angry social media mobs. The mobs, the masked Nazis, and the vaccine disciples have been embarrassed by betting against the unvaccinated because mandates only had the power we gave them. It was not compliance that ended domination by big pharma companies, Bill Gates and his many organizations, and the World Economic Forum. It was thanks to the people we tried to embarrass, ridicule, mock, and tear down. We should all try and find some inner gratitude for the unvaccinated as we took the bait by hating them because their perseverance and courage bought us the time to see we were wrong. So if mandates ever return for COVID or any other disease or virus, hopefully more of us will be awake and see the rising authoritarianism that has no concern for our well-being and is more about power and control. The war of the unvaccinated was lost, on the unvaccinated was lost. And we should all be very thankful for that. Yeah, I mean, that, oh, wow. that was a ton of stuff to unpack there. We always come back to power and control, though, don't we? Right. And uh, and then we, as the unvaxxed, were the control group. I never had thought of it that way because uh, – what if there wasn't everybody was vaxxed? Then you would have nothing, N- nothing to, com- to go by, like, compare with. Yeah, yeah, nothing to compare with what happened. And they, <laughs> by unmasking the control group, there was no control group except for those who were unvaxxed. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So, so now what they you know have found and come to find is that everything was complete BS. Yeah. You know, and the masks don't work. The the, the the shot doesn't work. The boosters don't work. Uh, you know, and uh, people died. Uh, you know, and are dying, and still yes. are dying uh, from the COVID. That the 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 group that was most uh, you know prone to the problem would be the older groups and overweight people and stuff like that. But you know, we were lucky early on in my family because we got it right away. We didn't know what it was. We treated it just like any other cold. And uh, and then we came out of it fine. Uh, we knew it was a little more severe. And then we found out about all this other later. But we had already, you know, went through it. And we're like, you know, why would we go get vaxxed from people we don't trust? Well, I mean, I never got it. Knock on wood or whatever. But it took us a little bit. At first, everybody had a little bit of fear about well, it. Well, if you did, I you're mean, an yeah, idiot. You're, you're like, 
wow, is it that serious, you know? Uh, but a lot of us um, didn't make the decision to be vaxxed right away because it's like, well, maybe we need more information about this. And we started d- digging into it and realizing that there's no way that they could have done any studies, no any effects or anything. If it, it didn't take much digging to find that out. And then people, you know, the government's telling you, you know, you have to do this. Then people start thinking on their own going, well, you know, mandating that we do this. So maybe we are going back to double speak. Right. And all that, right. you know, you're going, well, wait a minute. And, and they've even shown one day they would say one thing and the next day they would say the total opposite about what was going on. Right. Right. So it's it's all coming full circle. Yeah. And this is because of the, uh, the uh, information uh, wars that we're having, mm-hmm. uh, that people are starting to wake up because you're getting things like this. They couldn't shut down guys like Del Pig, uh, Big Tree. Uh, they can't shut down uh, J.P. Sears. They can't shut. They just can't shut them down. You know, Greg Hunter. We could go on and on and on. Gateway pundit. Uh, you know, need to know news. Uh, there's a ton of them uh, that they couldn't shut down. Uh, and uh, and then there's an innate trust of government uh, for anybody that has read history. Period. If you haven't been run through the government schools. Uh, you uh, you realize that government has been the problem all along. That's why we had put a chain of the Constitution to bind it down so that it wouldn't get out of control. And here we are uh, today. Well, and we have that shadow government called the deep state. They're really the ones who are running the show. I mean, if oh. you're looking at uh, what what Trump is talking about is if he comes back in and is, is successful, he's going to be changing uh, the rules of how the executive office works. Well, they're talking and, about firing everybody uh, inside, exactly. too. Exactly. Being able to fire yeah. people and uh, be more merit-based. Right. Uh, so that and get what fifty thousand people, I yeah, think something said, like that. Yeah, get rid of them because these people just come in and say, "Oh, Trump wanted this. We'll just we'll just sit on it and wait until he's out." Well, that's why there's no. a, a rush yeah. to turn the tide on the elections. Right. And and uh, go ahead and cue up the next one. This is Laura Logan, and this is down at the border. Mm. And uh, this came in what yesterday. And uh, it's a bombshell here. Go ahead and play Laura Logan here and, uh, and see what she has to say, and we'll keep going here. I guess you can, again, I skipped the video or the, the, the ads. Because ads, yeah. it's quite satisfying having all the answers. <laughs> However, they, they said they could not make a decision at this time, and they would let me know. Um, that's true. But they asked me two very interesting questions when I went there, they asked me if I'd be willing to take up arms to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Isn't that interesting? They seem to have forgotten that part, right? Um, And then, uh, you know, among the many uh, interesting parts of this is is you look around you and, uh, you know, what you have to remember is that they don't actually believe in citizenship. And now, when people come across the border illegally, I have this confirmed from Border Patrol agents who are actually physically doing this. They get given a social security number. They get assigned a social security number when they cross. I'm not sure how many of you are aware of that. And if you really want to know when the cheating starts, it's long before you get to the polls, right? I mean, think about it. It starts with the census. It starts with counting illegal immigrants in the census. How do you determine uh, how many members of Congress you get? Population size, right? 
So how does, you know, California has all these delegates at the, at the Electoral College. And you don't just get more money from the federal government for your increased population. You don't just get more congressional candidates uh, representing you. But what else do you get? You get an opportunity to pad the voter rolls with people who uh, are being completely and utterly exploited. And there's one thing that I've, that I've learned as I've been investigating this is they love euphemisms, right? They love euphemisms because it's, it's all about democracy and if there's any form of voter security, that's voter suppression and racism and white supremacy. And if it's the other side, you know, anything we can do to get more people out to vote. But actually, when you, when you talk to the canvassers, they'll tell you that when they go into the low income areas, you know, sometimes they're predominantly Hispanic, sometimes they're black, sometimes they're white, but that's where they find the most fraud because those people, the most vulnerable, I mean, did we hear any doublespeak there? Hmm. Is it the same pattern over and over yeah, again? Sure. You know, they're trying to, to uh, you know, oh, it's for the own good. Uh, everybody, we're trying to, you know, sh shore up democracy. When no, they're, what they're really trying to do is shore up their power, uh, and it has nothing to do with uh, democracy. Well, there's that other lady. I can't remember um, the black lady from the White House that talks about how the Republicans, they take the border thing. Oh, Corinne Jean-Pierre? Yeah, that one. The person that they purposely selected that Is a habitual you, you can liar. just... Hate much more than yeah. Jen Psaki. She's terrible. Yeah, yeah that one. I yes. don't know if that's yeah. even possible. Peppermint Patty. We got to come up with a name for uh, right for Jean Pierre or whatever her name is. Uh, liar. Jacques. Uh, Black. Jacques, <laughs> yeah. Liar. Black Jacques Chalac. But uh, yeah, I mean, she is the worst. She, she is, she, and she's not good at the job either. She's she. You know, well, we're not going to call it a recession. I mean. Yeah, so. and then she turns the border thing into doesn't tell you about the social security number right. that it's the Republicans that are trafficking the people coming across the border. Yes, well, and the, and the reason they come up with that story is because they didn't like the guy out of Texas that put the people, the immigrants, right. the illegals. Right. Let me rephrase that on the bus and shipped them oh, to DC. Yeah, those those GOP yeah, but guys, it was they're, a they're bad. So what, what was it like fifteen hundred or, or whatever? So, yeah, yeah. hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I mean it's it, so millions. it's so out of whack with reality. You know, it's the same old double speak, say whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, to yeah. to divert and deflect and all this. But the, <laughs> the interesting thing is they're handing out uh, social security cards at the border now. Yeah. Wow, that, that that's not going to be a problem, is it? Yeah. Oh. You know, Not at all. The hypocrisy is just amazing. You know, the first video that you showed, um, there was a, a little snippet there that talked about 40% of the people that take the Paxlovid uh, treatment oh, that yes, Biden the, was taking mm -hmm. have a rebound effect. Right. Okay. What about ivermectin? Hydroxychloroquine? Zero. People actually weren't getting sick by taking those as a prophylaxis. For, right. Right? Yeah. But no, you take this drug, and it's, it's only forty percent. I think Pfizer actually created ivermectin, but there is oh, no well, monetary value anymore. I would have never guessed that. That's a shocker. <laughs> but it, you know, it's beyond its patent. But let's go ahead and put out this garbage, and it, and people are taking it. Fauci got sick. Biden, I don't know how they even retested him, but that's a whole other story, right? And he I must think have this been whole jab an thing, asymptomatic spread. Yeah, I think the whole jab thing. I think people got educated and and refused to take the right. the mandated shots before 
sooner than what the government wanted but it to be. I agree. I, I, I truly believe up. that. People woke up, if you yeah. want to well, use that term. We were well, they're the, not woke, but they woke, woke up. up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the mistakes, I, one of the greatest mistakes I personally made in my entire life was actually volunteering to take the, the jab. Mm. I went into the research uh, part of it before this is it in was, the beginning. This, this is, is right. before emergency use was was allowed, because I honestly believed we had a bio hit on right. us. Yeah, and and what happens oh. when there's a bio hit? We have the antidote first, right? Before they ever come out. So I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, go right. ahead and take this. This should be fine. Little did I know what was happening, and boy, did I get waking up and to this day I take supplements and all that because I believe I'm going to have to get the stuff out of my right. system for the rest of well, my there's, life. There's that gal that's on TikTok who's a nurse and she uh, took it mm-hmm. and she's uh, had nothing but problems right. and you know it's just been in the last couple of days I've seen her TikTok thing and uh, she totally regrets it and she sure. she she's not an uh, you know a bad person she she did it for the right reasons right. i think know? there's a lot of people like that unfortunately right. you know and that, and and but you that it's a it's you can't believe or trust big government or big corporations and that's really uh, what it comes down to and we all uh, were susceptible to it at first it could happen to any one of us you know and uh, you know i think our uh, my lucky stars that we just we're lucky that we right. saw the writing on the wall quicker than maybe some other people. But what people about did. all the people that they uh, mandated it? You lose your job, right. you, you get kicked out choice. of the military. Yeah. We're, you know, they totally destroyed some people's so lives. lives. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And who knows what the side effect's going to be beyond that? You know, that was the immediate effects. What about long term well, effects? It's like, it's like sales. Anytime someone's selling you too hard, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, you know, I get the feeling here I need to do a little more homework, and that's kind of how this was, too, at first. Right. Yeah. You know, they're making everybody's like, come on, you know. Uh, but let's go to the next thing here, and I want to f- bring this in. This is Gavin Newsom. Now, <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this in is this was yesterday, okay? This is, uh, or actually, it was this morning, August uh, 1st. Now, we had uh, uh, Mark Baird here a week or so ago, and Couple he was on, ago. well, not on our program, but he was here on, I think it was on oh. uh, Jefferson State of Mind and even the Red, White, and Blue uh, uh, print project. And he they, he was talking about the possibility of what they were going to do. And I found this very interesting uh, when I, I saw this this morning. Okay, so uh, back in the day when uh, uh, Nixon was in office and he, the Watergate thing all blew right. up on him and all of that, and he resigned I didn't know this till last week, but you can appoint your successor when you resign as president. Mm. And he appointed Gerald Ford. Remember that? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. yes. And Ew. so, so, and then, you know, we all know how that turned out and Gerald Ford was uh, in power. Now, Think about this. If they impeach or he resigns Bidenstein at some point, he can appoint his own successor. Mm. Now, it doesn't have to be somebody that's in office. No. Well, it could be anybody. Right. Uh, Gavin Newsom is measuring the drapes in the White House while keeping California under a state. Now, I think this is their golden boy. They'd love to have him mm-hmm. in here. 
And, uh, you know, this guy's a, a walking train wreck. I think they cheated on the vote, I, on the recall. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, you know, I don't have any faith in this guy at all. You know, caught at the French Laundry, not sure. wearing the mask. Of, you know, what's for these, not for me. Yeah. All of it's the above. Endless. It's endless. It's with endless this with this guy. Yeah. But it's funny that he goes to the White House. Uh, and we know when you look at Joe, he's no way he's going to last out his term. Mm -hmm. So could the plan be that they're going to appoint Newsom? It's legally and 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 uh, a constitutional a, a, a possibility that this is because would he have, would what would Kamala Harris go in there? Kamala Harris by anybody's standards is a moron. Would Kamala Harris still be the vice president? Yes, her her role would not change. Her role would not change. Well, okay, well, bring neither the would Nancy. And it? and okay, does anybody want Nancy uh, appointed for president? Would they appoint her? No. I don't. I don't think so. And she's uh, so old that uh, you know, uh, dirt is is uh, mm. what comes to mind. And you know, besides being uh, sopped full of vodka or whatever she does. Uh, but she just got branded with the whole dirty thing on the uh, uh, stock insider right. trading. Oh, yeah, uh, with her husband. With her husband. Yes. So, so that would be a terrible selection as well because there would be a lot of outcry uh, from there. I don't know if they had, would have enough security for Nancy Pelosi, to be honest. <laughs> it's important that we get these midterms to go our way. It is very important. Yes, it we is. can't count on anything. Don't let these guys say we're going to overwhelm them. No, we you don't think we're going to overwhelm them. I think we every single person needs to get involved and get out yes. there and get this thing done. But it's at the, the the first and now this is by Katie Grimes, uh, who we, uh, we well, know pretty no, well. Yeah. And uh, while President Joe was visiting the Middle East last week, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom traveled to Washington, D.C. to accept the award. From, this is what got me on this thing. <laughs> to accept the uh, award from the Education Commission of the States in recognitions, a recognition of California's transformative improvements to education. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Liar. This is, this is the guy that Lie. shut everything down. The California ranks 50th in literacy. Yeah. That's doublespeak. Liar. <laughs> Liar, yeah. This is doublespeak. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so while in D.C., also made a trip to the White House to meet with Pres Vice President but, Kamala uh, Harris. Kamala. But it goes all the way up to the top. I mean, look at Dr. Fauci. We are talking about the jabs. He, I saw an article the other day. He's, I never said to do lockdowns. I never told everybody to I, lock down. It's like, they're, oh, they're, my God. The, this is doublespeak. In fact, well, yeah. there's a clip down at the bottom of this, I think, where he talks about this. I think it's a little farther. Uh, maybe it's – no, that's not it. Uh, go a little farther. I might have – no, come back up. It might be but, one but of those But the thing is the doublespeak, anytime they open their mouth anymore, they're doublespeaking, but, but you he's, know? But he's basically blaming it on the legislature. Now, go, go ahead and go down <laughs> to that first clip, and it might be that yeah. one. Let me look here. Uh, let's see. Testing. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. And so – so he's all for it. Uh, no, it's 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 the next the one. State of emergency has stop been... stop that. Oh, uh, maybe it is that one. I think it's this one right here. Go ahead and uh, oh, this. No, 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 no. Back, back, back. That, <laughs> that one. one. Yeah, that one. And it looks like it's about to put in a mask. Oh, the same one. Okay. I was gonna say. All right, go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and play that one, uh, Eli. That's that's good. But it just shows you the hypocrisy of this slimy back, rat. But there is still some of that in place. Um, any end date for that? Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, but I'll tell you, thank, thankfully, 
We have it in order. Let me give you an example. Every test, PCR test, that we get, the state law requires a doctor to sign off on each test before you get that test result without the state of emergency. Just think about that. Hundreds of thousands of tests a week would take a How many weeks would it take to get your test results back if we didn't have that state of emergency? It's incredibly important, particularly on the basis of this new variant that's going back up. Otherwise, we've rolled back 90-plus percent of all the critical provisions, and I, I think under the circumstances, there's wisdom to maintain it. But could you, couldn't you just change the law on the testing? Thank you, and I like keep that? telling the legislature, especially some of these folks out there outraged, and they didn't even introduce legislation to change it. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's people just, it's the worst of politics. They identify problems and then offer nothing except pablum and solutions. I mean, I'm all for it. Happy to do that. I've offered that for two years. But uh, some of those things are difficult because they're scope of practice issues. They have consequences across a spectrum. And people would prefer to have a governor do it and then say, I would do it differently. And what's wrong? You know, ah, I've been in this business perhaps too long. That's the one, that's the yeah. one wow. thing. That's the one thing I agree with is he's been in this business too right. long. He, when you understand everything that we just went through, when you know anything about the testing, when you know anything about the severity of the virus and how they've overplayed their hand, that is the slimiest bit of political yes. theater so I've ever he, seen. He puts it in place without going to the legislation, right? But he can't stop it. Until the legislation does something. It's bull, it's uh, I know, it's total bullshit. Absolutely. Wow. Because he's declared the emergency, he's going to be the one to revoke the emergency. And, and of it course, was, yeah. it's all baloney. It's all political theater. It's all games. Uh, but go go back up. Those terrible legislators. And uh, keep going. It's uh, never my fault. Yeah, and... and, 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 and the governor who closed California schools for newly two, for nearly two years receives an award for improving education. You go, yeah. It's such. This is so off the chart, slimy, uh, with this guy. But he's also a global guy. We also know he's one of Klaus Schwab's uh, boys, along with Trudeau and a few other mm -hmm. ones. And they've admitted it, and uh, so. Is that what's in our future? Is, uh, you know, this guy's not even slick Willie. It's like, uh, you know, gruesome Newsome. Uh, he reminds me of the uh, Despicable Me character. Yeah. Uh, so, and he is about as despicable as it gets. He is, he is very despicable. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think. That's pretty uh, scary. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, it was more viewing all this stuff. We appreciate you uh, being our guest. Yeah, uh, hanging Christine. out with us. Hanging we out appreciate the, it. Yeah, it absolutely. Fun. And uh, and so I think uh, I think that's all we got uh, at so this the point. So uh, the moral to the story is whatever they tell you, think the think opposite. Think the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Do the opposite and think the opposite. It's unbelievable, and isn't it, it? You might be okay. It's unbelievable the double speak. Yeah. Anyway, government is not reason, it is not eloquence, it is force and force like fire is danger servant and fearful master. And I guess we'll see you on the flip side. Yep, we will. Okay. Till next time. All right.